This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. What's up, everybody? It is Anthony Ray and Rudy V from Groomer Humor on Pet Life Radio, and we are super excited right now. As we speak, we are walking in to the World Dog Expo 2018 in Secaucus, New Jersey, and uh, it was about a 20-minute drive up. We live pretty local, and uh, before we enter, I just want to take a second to make sure that my father is okay. I know you probably have to pee. It was a long 20-minute ride. How are you holding up, Dad, before we walk in? Not too good. I do have to go. Oh, bad. Oh, it, bad. It, it figures. I can see. I could see you doing the dance already. I also. I forgot to incorporate the five minutes that it took to walk from the car. So you're probably bursting. There's a lot of dogs around. You want to just pick a tree? I'm about to pull up a tree. I'm yeah. telling you. We, let's get in there because I gotta go. I'm nervous. I'm a little nervous. I'm a little excited. And with the long 20 minute ride, yeah, dude, my my bladder's bursting. Well, okay. Well, my dad's gonna pick a tree. He's gonna <laughs> blend right in anyway because there are tons of dogs here. We haven't even gotten inside yet, and we've already seen about 50 of them. So we're gonna get in there get my dad situated and we are going to be talking to some great people today we got sarah carson shorty rossi and tons others so guys stay tuned this is going to be really really fun we're super excited we'll be right back after this does your dog itch scratch stink or shed like crazy come to dynavite for help order a 90-day supply of dynavite everything we tried failed except the Dynavite. Pick up two bottles of Super Mega Fish Oil. Get the third bottle free. Packed with omega-3, DHA, and EPA fatty acids. Super Mega is great for your dog's immune system, healthy skin, and soft, shiny fur. Dogs love it. Try Super Omega Fish Oil. Buy two. Get one free. At Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Hey everybody, welcome back to Groomer Humor on Pet Life Radio. Anthony and I are making our way through the crowd here. Beautiful, beautiful turnout. We're going to make our way up to Martial Arfs. We've got Jerris Pugh lined up for a interview, and we're going to see what he has to say about being here at World Dog Expo 2018. Coming to you from World Dog Expo 2018, we are here with Jerris Pugh of Martial Arfs. That's A-R-F. Dog Academy. Jerris, uh, we're very, very interested in what you do. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do? Okay. Well, basically what we do is we combine physical activity with obedience. My background was originally in martial arts. And from a very basic standpoint, especially for children, martial arts is about uh, discipline and exercise. And so you have a lot of behavioral issues with children because they can't sit still, so they get in trouble at school. And the recommendation is also often get them involved in an activity, something like karate, something that's going to give them somewhere to burn off their energy while they're learning how to better behave. And so our idea was, well, why isn't there something like this for dogs? And yeah, we can take our dogs to the dog park and burn off that energy, but they're not really learning how to behave. And a lot of times they end up becoming a little worse because whenever they're around other dogs, they think it's play. So we felt that we could come up with something that paralleled the martial arts for dogs and so we're teaching the dogs how to behave we're doing your basic obedience sit stay come 
off everything you'd want your dog to learn, but we're doing that in a way in which combines physical activity. We use canine conditioning equipment. We use games and things like tug. We'll even do obedience in our pool. So any way we can improve the dog's behavior while we're giving them an outlet for their energy is going to tire them out, but also teach them how to be better dogs. And that's what we all want for our pets. Absolutely, Jarvis. We agree totally. And uh, with dogs, like they also have obesity problems, yes. just like humans do. Yes. So are you finding that the people that come to you and, and take your course with their dogs, are the dogs losing weight? Or? Yeah, we've had a number of dogs lose weight. And what's interesting, a lot of times people will come to us just for the obedience, and then we'll let them know that their dog might need to lose a couple of pounds too. And so it becomes an added benefit, like a lot of owners don't realize. So almost 60% of dogs are overweight. And that means more than one out of every two people who come to us have an overweight dog. And, and the owners don't know. It's just a simple fact of not knowing. A lot of times when we show an owner a normal size or an ideal weight dog, the immediate thought is, wow, that dog is skinny. And so just like, you know, if that's what they think is normal, then they're going to think that's okay. But the easiest way to tell if your dog is overweight is whether or not you can feel their ribs. The ribs, you should be able to feel the ribs as easy as you would like a guitar string, almost like you can pluck them. And so that means if you have a short-haired dog, that means you'll be able to see the ribs. And that's when people think the dog is too skinny because they can see the ribs, but that's not the case. But we have had a number of people lose, some of their dogs lose up to 30 pounds since they've been coming to us, just from the activity and eating right and just the learning what a healthy dog should actually look like. And so that's been the added benefit of this kind of obedience and exercise is what we call it, is having a healthier pet. So we, we have a happy, healthy, well-behaved pet, and the owners really love that. Let's say uh, somebody comes in with a dog, maybe a little older, a little bit of a weight problem. In your course and your training, is there anything that uh, maybe, there is there a modified exercise for maybe a dog that might not be able to do the, the ex extreme workout? Yeah, so the thing about, the thing that's great about what we do, it's it's, we can customize it from puppy to senior. My wife is a veterinarian, and she's a rehab professional. She's been a veterinarian for 18 years, and so she's developed protocols of how we would exercise a puppy versus how we would exercise a senior dog, and so that way we're able to get the weight off, we're able to keep them active without overdoing it. And so the, the hardest part with senior dogs is when they get a little arthritic, they have a tendency to move less. The less they move, the more weight they gain, and the problem with that is that the more weight they gain, the more pressure it puts on the joints, the more pain they're in, the less they want to move, the more weight they gain. So it's a cycle. So what we end up doing is first is, is trying to strengthen the muscles that stabilize the joint to take some of that pressure off the joints, the hips in particular, while we're working with them to get some of that weight off. So we make them stronger, then we get some of that weight off. The one thing that most pet owners notice with their senior dog is that they'll do something like jump in the car. So like my dog has not jumped in the car for a year. And then, but they feel they lost the weight, they're a little stronger, they feel so much better. And that's usually the result that they see. The dog starts doing things that they hadn't done in years. And then the dog's more happy, the owner's more happy. And it's, it's really amazing to see. It's not uh, much different than us, guys, and shown by example. I mean, look at this guy. What better guy to learn from than Jairus here, okay? Jairus, where can these fine people find you? Where can they locate you? We are located on Long Island, about 20 minutes east of Manhattan. But we also just this year launched online courses. Our website is martialarts.com, and if you look at our online programs, if you can't get to us, let's say you're too far to drive to us, 
We teach you exactly what we do in our facility, but it, we do it online and you can follow on with the courses and learn exactly what we do if you can't make it to us. If you can make it to us, like I said, we're just 20 minutes east of Manhattan. We do get a number of people from Jersey and Connecticut and Westchester and the city because what we do is so new, unique and people really want to want to participate it. But if you can't make it to us, we do have the online courses as well. We are in the process of franchising. So hopefully very, very soon, if you keep up with us, you know, there'll be a location in your area. Or if you're someone who wants to get into the pet industry, you want to own a business of your own dealing with pets, but you can't get that started, you can reach out to us and we'll help you get started with the programs that what, what we do in a location in your neighborhood. There you have it, guys. Jerris, Marshall Arfs, man, look this guy up. Multifaceted, very talented guy. We appreciate your Thank time, you. Jerris. Thank right. you so much. Nice to meet you. Once again, we're here at World Dog Expo 2018, Secaucus, New Jersey. We are sitting here with Erica Salvamini from the Just For Paws Pet Spa and Academy. Thanks for being with us, Erica. Erica, my first question to you is, why do you feel it's so important that people go to grooming school to learn how to groom? Sure. Well, as you know today, um, there's a big problem in the grooming industry where there's too many groomers that are untrained, and then the grooming shops hire people that also don't have any training just right off the street, and animals get hurt in grooming shops. So that has become prevalent. You know, it's all over social media, it's on the news, which is great that it's finally getting some attention and we're, we're hopefully going to do something about it and now we're gonna have to regulate the industry. So where does that begin? Begins in the grooming schools. You know, you need to, you need to get your, the people into grooming schools so that they can get certified and understand the proper way to, to learn how to, to groom and take care of pets. Exactly, so let's talk a little bit about your school, um, you know, just for Pause Academy here. What kind of courses and how long are the courses? Sure. So the main foundation, the meat and potatoes of our grooming school is the bather program and then the professional pet stylist program. So that whole program together is about 650 hours. You could probably do it in about 600. We do have additional programs to, to teach people how to become professional cat groomers as well. We also um, focus quite a bit on alternative treatments and therapies for animals. So I do teach Reiki as well. I'm a Reiki master. Um, as well as a raking practitioner, which we do in the shop. So there's there's a lot that goes into our grooming school. That's not it's completely unlike other grooming schools today, which there's a there's such a huge need for it. There's a need for good training, and so we're trying to do that. Do you guys focus a lot on safety? Safety and sanitation is number one, besides making the pet our top priority. So those are the two main things: is the animal comes first, and safety and sanitation number one, absolutely. Exactly, agreed. Yeah, and how long have you guys been established? So, just for pause, Pet Spa, I'm in my 15th year now. I started in 2004, yep. I ditched the rat race. I used to be in marketing for a, a global software firm, which was great until, you know, the corporate machine kind of really makes you tired and not want to do it anymore. So I decided I love animals. I am creative. What could I do? So I went to grooming school. I went to the Nash Academy and studied under Joe Villani as did you. We're both alumni, which is very nice. And um, unfortunately, the Nash Academy that once was in New Jersey, it no longer really exists. You'd have to go to, to Nash in Kentucky. There's really no good schools around. So that we just started this year. So here we are at the uh, World Dog Expo, kind of 
you know, this is our place, our launching pad, if you will, for the academy. So 15 years as a pet spa, and now we're just going to try to start changing the grooming industry, you know, one, I don't know, one area in New Jersey at a time until hopefully more than that. So. And, and teaching one student at a time and teaching them the right way. Exactly. You know, get them before any bad habits are formed. You know, when I went to grooming school and I graduated at Nash, I never worked for anybody else. I went right to business for myself. I was a mobile groomer, and then I, I set up my own pet spa in, in Lyndhurst. And I never had any bad habits. I only knew what I knew in my heart and my gut was the right way to take care of pets. And it was the way I wanted my animals to be taken care of. So that was always... it was you know, a no-brainer for me. This is what we do. We take care of the pets. They're number one priority. Somebody's entrusted me with their babies. While they're with me, they're my babies. And they're my groomer's babies. And that's how we are now teaching at the academy. And hopefully, you know, this will, we're going to make a difference. People are changing. People know that they're, you know, animals, pets are our children. They're our family. They're our best friends. They sleep with us. They eat with us. They go on vacation with us, you know? So we have to transform as a as an industry to meet those needs. I think the people's mentality is also changing too. As you said, when I went to Nash, and I went way back in uh, 1985, we really didn't even touch a dog for like the whole first week. It was all about sanitation and safety. Yep, um, learning about the illnesses, what to look for. I mean, we did everything. You're talking about the whole wellness, the whole balance animal if you see something wrong that maybe the owners didn't know about a skin rash when you get underneath that coat or tumors or something you let them know and the people appreciate that that's why they keep coming back to us you're almost playing like a pseudo veterinarian you're seeing the dogs a lot more often than the vets even see them so if we do notice something we definitely pass it on to the client and Pet parents, we know, of our own pets. Sometimes we don't take them in, until their annual visit. So some of these pets, they're not going to the vet for another year. A lot of times we're the, we're the ones at the front lines to see what's going on with them. And, it's, and it becomes a wellness plan, really, to take your pet to the groomers on a regular occasion. And those are the kind of clients that we have. Those are the people that really understand and get that these are their family members and you take care of them. And if they're healthy and, you know, well-groomed and all of that stuff, they're going to be good to go. Hopefully they won't have to go to the vet. Agreed. Yeah, we often talk about, even on our YouTube channel, how it's not for everybody. Not everybody should become a dog groomer. Like, just because you buy a, a pair of scissors at Walmart or something and, you know, you're grooming out of your garage doesn't make you or qualify you as a groomer. You really have to know how to handle dogs. Do you agree? Absolutely. Absolutely. That is so important, Rudy. Uh, for, I'm glad you brought that up because there are people who you know that they did it. They went out and did exactly that and they bring the pets to us and you can see where, where they went wrong. A lot of times the pets are already matted and they try to cut underneath it and the pet gets cut. So, you know, whether you're doing it at home or you want to do it as a career, you really need to go to grooming school. It's so important. You have to understand the safety that goes into it, the, the ins and outs of how the animal is going to react to you. You need to understand and be able to read their energy so that you can work with them. You're really working as a team when you're, when you're grooming an animal. You're asking them for permission. You're asking them to trust you. And with that, you can start to work together. But if you don't establish that first and you don't even have the first concept that you even need to do that with the animal, then you need some training. You need to understand that that is, that is everything. It's so important. And that's also part of what we teach at the Academy um, for Just For Paws is 
they're sentient beings like we are. They feel. And, you know, there's love and there's hate. It's pretty simple with them, you know? The energy is good or it's bad. There you have it, guys. So, Erica, tell me, we'll sum it up. Where can uh, somebody find you if they're looking to go to grooming school? Um, so our website is www.justforpausepetspa.com. The phone number is 201-460-1900. And we're at in Lynnhurst, New Jersey on Ridge Road. And I hope you, you know, check us out. If you're thinking about it today or maybe next year. You never know, or pass on the information to a friend. I really appreciate your time today and, and for you having us here at two to talk about this, Rudy. That's, and we appreciate you too, Erica. Thank you so much. Guys, just for pause, you heard it. Contact them. If you're interested in dog grooming, contact Erica here and, uh, and get involved and, and learn how to do something that's really so rewarding. Thank you so much, Erica. What's up, guys? We're here again at the World Dog Expo 2018, and I have been hanging out with Dorothy Ocotney basically all weekend, and you have been absolutely mobbed because of how awesome you guys are. So we finally got a chance to sit down with Dorothy and uh, talk about their great, great thing they got going on called Forever Yours, but Forever Yours, actually. Let me make sure I say that right. So uh, how did you even get started in all of this? Just, I guess... You know, for anybody who doesn't know already. Sure, absolutely. Well, uh, several years ago, my daughter was heading into kindergarten, and I was a stay-at-home mom who suddenly had a lot of time on her hands. And I ended up donating my time to another local rescue, and I got more and more and more involved until I was working probably about 40 hours a week. And investing that much time, you really want to come to a place where you're doing things the way you feel they'll be the most effective and, you know, the improvements, the little things. And so that's kind of what stirred me to start my own was I reached a level where I wanted to be a decision maker. I wanted to be picking which dogs would be saved and which homes they'd be placed in. And to also just tweak the adoption process slightly, which is probably one of the most special parts of my rescue. I do a true trial adoption, so nobody outright adopts a dog from me. First, we spend a couple weeks getting to know them, and then we place them up with a very specific bio. And once you've seen that bio and reached out to us, you'll come meet them. And if you think it might be a fit, you get to take them home and spend time with them in the real world environment where you can really see, is this the perfect fit for your family? And because of that, we have almost zero returns after adoption. So that's how we kind of got started. And um, it's really been an amazing passion project. It's funny you use the word passion because literally the next thing out of my mouth was going to be the first thing I noticed about you was your absolute passion <laughs> for what you're doing. And it's so inspiring, to be honest with you. And you must be so happy that you fell into this because I don't know that you'd be the same person without starting this whole thing and continuing to keep it rolling. It's so true. I mean, I never would have even seen myself being involved and I've always been an animal lover but I mean the amount of work it takes and all this you know you just don't see it and then you kind of fall in like you said that's exactly how it happens and you fall in love with it and you fall in love with the connections that you make with people and these animals that are so resilient and some of them have been dealt such a bad hand and yet they still are kind and, and loving and you know sometimes they need a little work but most of the time we're able to bring that dog back to a happy vibrant family pet that's going to truly enhance somebody's life and that's really what I'm all about you know in a strange way these animals they pull off things that we never actually could Dorothy actually told me a quick story yesterday about um, miracle a amazing story about how she in her awful condition that she was in still was able to nurse 
a litter of puppies that weren't even hers, which is just, I mean, I I don't even know. What do you even say about that? (laughs) Well, Miracle's story, and and her official name was Christmas Miracle, because I saw this video of a, a dog that was just, oh my goodness, more emaciated than any dog I've ever personally seen. Um, she was like concaving, you know, and she was hobbling around on a broken leg. And a gentleman who was videoing just gave a pat on his leg and said, come here, girl. And she turned around and came to him. And I thought, this dog has just been nothing but failed by people. And there she is still being responsive and, and gentle. And I said, I ha- what's, it was just the week of Christmas. And how could you not, you know? And so I, I committed to her and we put her in foster. And sure enough, a week later, we needed a foster for some puppies. And in this dog's emaciated state, I, 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 against all medical evidence, I can't even understand how it's possible, but she actually started producing milk for a litter of puppies that was not hers. She cared for them. She cuddled them. I, she really took them on as her own. And again, it just shows the true nature of these animals and how they only know love. And uh, we were able to bring her home, get her back to health. And she actually stayed a foster failure with one of our uh, best foster homes. And uh, she's living out her life being a total spoiled princess. So she's really awesome. And they're the type of stories that we love. You know, they're the type of dogs that we like to help. And what can you say about a dog like that? You know, it almost takes words from you because there's only so many human emotions you can say to like, we love her. She's amazing. That's basically why I stuck the mic in your face after I brought her up, because I don't even know what to say. I'm sorry, I put you on the spot. <laughs> oh, it's quite all right. You know, she's just such an amazing girl. I mean, she just doesn't have a mean bone in her body. She's kind to every person, children, um, other animals, all animals, cats. Little. She, Her best friend is a little, like, seven-pound chihuahua, and they play, and it's just, it's amazing. We have so many really inspiring stories that again like fall into is really the right word for it because you don't plan on it you don't look for it and next thing you know something amazing is just like unfolding right before your eyes and I think that's what keeps most of us rescuers motivated and in it because there are a lot of highs and lows in rescue there's a lot of sad days there's a lot of hard days and it's an incredible investment of time and energy and emotion But then you have these moments where you know that you're doing something truly special and you're affecting the world around you and people and pets. And I mean, what better could you do with your life than that? (laughs) That's very profound. And I think you hit the nail on the head. Where can uh, where can people go? Do you have a website or where can people go to find out more about you guys? We're on Facebook as our name Forever Yours Rescue. We also have a website foreveryoursrescue.org. We're on Instagram. You can look us up on there and just kind of follow our stories of our pets and their recoveries and their adoptions and all that fun stuff. So it's really cool. Dorothy, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. We really, really love you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you for taking the time to highlight us and and give us an opportunity to reach a new audience and, and some folks who maybe never would have heard about us. And hopefully you'll all come and say hi to us, and we love it growing the forever family. That's what it's all about. Well, let's do it together. I'm totally in. All right. All righty, guys. So that was a couple of interviews so far that we've done. Uh, very, very awesome, having so much fun. My dad has gone to the bathroom about 13 times already, and uh, we got a lot more interviews coming up. So we'll be right back. Listeners, I'd love to introduce you to PetPlate.com. They deliver freshly cooked human-grade dog food right to your door. I've been feeding Pet Plate to my pup for the last two weeks, and it's perfect for my picky pup. 
and perfect for me since I'm so busy. So if you want something super healthy, really tasty, and ready to serve, go to PetPlate.com forward slash spot to get 30% off your first box. P-E-T-P-L-A-T-E dot com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. How's it going, everybody? We're here at the World Dog Expo 2018 with Felicia and her nephew, Sean. Say hi, guys. Hello. And they are here with, they have two wonderful little dogs. We have Supernova, who you are going to see in just a second, and Vigo, who we posted on our Instagram. So what do you guys think so far? Are you guys having fun? Oh, it is an absolute blast. I, I came here last year, and it was so much fun, and this year is even better. I absolutely love all the things that they're doing. Yeah, I like it here, too. Me too. We've been here all morning. And so you are a dog trainer, groomer? Uh, yes. I do dog grooming and I also do dog training. Uh, and I also do performances and travel all over the U.S., Mexico, and Canada. Really? All the way? That's, that's very impressive. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, how long have you been doing that? Um, I've only been doing the performing for about two or three years. But I've been training dogs since for about almost 12 years. So That's amazing. And how long have you been working on it, buddy? Four days. <laughs> four whole days. You got four days on me, buddy. I can't train dogs very well. Well, we're going to show... Um, hi, Supernova. We're going to show uh, some tricks, right? You know... Um, Sean's going to show them for you because I've been actually teaching Sean uh, and sharing my knowledge with him and teaching him how to train dogs. Mm. So he's actually going to demonstrate some of those tricks with you and I'll help him out if he gets stuck. Awesome. You ready to go, bud? Mm. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. All right. So that was pretty impressive. Supernova, you are very, very talented so um where can everybody reach you if they wanted to uh i have a facebook page instagram and a website we're called the fur tastic canines it's f-u-r dash t-a-s-t-i-c and then a k and a nine if you guys have any questions about dog training or would like any help with your dogs you can feel free to message me i would be more than happy to answer any questions that you guys have uh, i have lots of videos tutorial videos i do online lessons so no matter where you're located i can help you guys through your training so we do like some video chat lessons um, and we'd be more than happy to talk to you so please shoot us a message and ask us any questions that you have felicia thank you so much for talking no to problem. us thank you sean for being such an awesome assistant here we are, guys, with Hogs for Paws. We are at the World Dog Expo in Secaucus, New Jersey. Uh, these guys just rolled in on their motorcycles. Uh, they're doing a great deed here, guys. The proceeds are going to, uh, what, what are they going to? What's your name and where are the proceeds going? To? Uh, my name is Ken Tank Morgan. I'm out of Dallas, Texas with the Llama chapter and uh, one of the co-founders with Hogs for Paws. And we're going to, all the money raised today is going to benefit the, the local animal shelters here in the Secaucus area. That's a beautiful thing. Give it up for Texas, guys. Who's this? young man right here what's your name brandon brandon hey so how was your ride in brandon it was great yeah you happy to be doing this yeah yeah and who's this young lady next to you my mom that's your mom <laughs> what's your name? hi mom? guys heidi rivera i'm with llama newark okay. the newark chapter nice i see your cuban flag there Viva yeah Cuba. yeah all right. All, the way. all right and who's this young lady right here hi i'm angela rubin i'm out of dallas i am one of the original founding members with hogs for paws and we are here to support animal welfare and are here on behalf of World Dog Expo to try to raise money on behalf of all of the shelters in need for support for the animals. 
Guys, give it up for Hogs for Paws. Great deed coming in, doing this. Amazing, amazing thing. Thank you very much, guys. Thanks for having me. Hey, guys. Here we are at World Dog Expo 2018, and we are here with Amanda Fuller and Rose Adler of Keller's Claws. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about what they do. So uh, why don't you explain to us, Amanda, a little bit about Keller's Claws. Sure. So um, Keller's Claws is a nonprofit organization we created to um, help special needs dogs, uh, inspired by my dog Keller. Keller was five weeks old when she was pulled from the breeder. The breeder was going to shoot her because she um, is deaf with some vision impairment. And, you know, from a monetary standpoint, that's not worth anything. No one wants to pay for a deaf and blind dog. And unfortunately, that's a common story for a lot of these dogs. So, you know, I got her. I didn't know what I was doing. I've never had a disabled dog or anything before. So kind of jumped on the Internet and found a bunch of negative stuff that said, like, she's never going to be off leash and she's going to startle and she's not going to have a normal life. And, you know, it freaked me out. I'm like, what did I just get into? Um, and then I realized that she's actually pretty normal. She does everything that a normal like hearing and seeing dog does she runs in agility she swims and hikes off leash she has an expert trick dog title so she's super normal and um i wanted people to see that so i made her a facebook page um and that's how i actually met rose um so we connected you know through keller and the internet and um, then we decided to start keller's cause to help get some more information about that that's so awesome um and i can't help but get emotional over this because it's just so touching Rose, what could you add to that? <laughs> so I wanted to add basically what we do. So our organization is kind of around um, what's called a double Merle. So we have um, four double Merles with us today. And basically Merle is a genetic coat pattern mutation that kind of creates a speckled marbled pattern on a dog's coat. And you'll see it a lot in Australian Shepherds. It's in Great Danes, Chihuahuas. It's in like 30 different breeds. Um, and that in itself is wonderful. Merle's a beautiful coat pattern. But if you breed two Merles together... So if each parent is Merle, each puppy in that resulting litter has a 25% chance of being born a double Merle. So it kind of doubles that lightning effect, leaves them mostly white, and then that puts them at a very high risk for the hearing and the sight to not develop properly. So they're coming out of a lot of really ignorant places. Do you often get people asking if they're like albino? Do you get that a lot? Yeah, I would imagine you get that a lot. It's kind of similar. Right, okay, yeah. All right, guys. So, guys, there you have it. You know, uh, Keller's Claws. You know, here with Amanda, here with Rose. Why don't you uh, tell people where they can find you? Sure. Yep. So we are on Facebook, Keller's Claws on Facebook, and then the dogs also have Facebook pages. So Braille is deaf and blind, and he has one called Braille the Double Merle. Um, and then I have Keller and Calamity that are Keller and Calamity, the deaf double Merle duo. Um, so we're very active on Facebook. We have a website, www.kellerscause.com, um, and then we're also on Instagram. So. You can find us just about everywhere. Wow. <laughs> thank you so much, guys. Amanda and Rose, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Good luck to you guys. All right. There you have it, guys. Thank you. Anthony and I are making our way through the crowd right now. We got tons and tons of interviews lined up and a lot more when we come back on Groomer Humor on Pet Life Radio. Let's Talk Pets. Every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.